0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Welcome to the show. We're done with Downward Dog, Limber Up for Laughter Yoga. Getting the giggles is great for physical and mental health, and it doesn't even matter if you fake it. Because we've said this before on the show. Do you, do you smile because you're happy, or can you be happy because you smile? And the answer is both. Um, the, often, you know, if you ask a, a Zen master, you know, yeah, you know, every day you might bump into your local Zen master, yeah. and you, <laughs> you ask them a question, and you say, you know, should, should I do this or should, should I do that? And their answer will always be yes, because mm. that's the Zen answer. It's cool, isn't it? You can use that with, your, with Matthew later <laughs> when he's forgotten like w- what his name is, how old he is, what planet he's on and he asks you for fatherly advice. You just go, yes, Matthew. Yes, yes. yes Matthew. Nikki's mum having a party on Sunday letting all the kids come round. What's yep. going on? Something going on there. What's going on there?
2: Maybe her, Did her kid have an inset day or something?
1: Well, they might have done. I don't know. Does Matthew have an inset day? Nope. You sure? Yep. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> what time did he get ready to go? He left just after we'd finally got married. Have you checked Mary that Nicky's mum had a party?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, that was a no, yes. Uh, I haven't checked, but I don't doubt it. Why not? Because I can tell when he's lying to me and that wasn't one of the you, times. No,
1: you think you can. <laughs> you think you can. <laughs> Maybe he's got better at lying. Still, yeah, <laughs> Of course he has. And by the way, he's him 24 hours a day. Mm. Actually, though,
2: having said that, though, come on, come on, come saying me. that your friend's mum's having a party... That's not that's not a great lie, is it? Because no, you'd be like, well, why is maybe why that's is the we... genius
1: of it though, the no makeup makeup look, um, the no lie lie.
2: But then obviously you could call the mum, couldn't you? Yep.
1: Yeah, he's not going to do that though, is he? Because he can't be bothered. Well, Caroline if, might. Yeah, Caroline might. But Caroline's not a part of the triangle, the triangulation of this scenario at the moment. He's never checked on anything. This this bloke in front of you. <laughs> Matthew knows. He's oh, yes. my dad. English. <laughs> really. He, he, he does know Ma- that. Matthew <laughs> Matthew will say, Matthew's going to say to himself, M- "My dad will say to himself." So my dad's going to say to my dad that I'm going to check, and then he's not going to check because that's the world he lives in. Yeah. Yep. Good. Um, Harry uh, Hunt is on for Harry Potter Charles stars who will cast the spell and make millions. So this was in the papers yesterday in the Sunday Times, page three. Um, also, Rex Appeal, the little football team that's now big in America. So this is, of course, to do with Wrexham, because who owns Wrexham? Ryan Reynolds and his friend, whose name very, very few people are willing to even try to pronounce, which is why Ryan Reynolds has put together this this mega production of how to pronounce his partner's name. This is not his life partner. This is his, his, his mate and his partner in Wrexham. He's also a very famous actor. Um, so Ryan, you know, I, I've had issues, with, I've had bumps in the road with this name because uh, you just look at it and you, and also it's to do with Wrexham and that's got a sign silent W. <laughs> you stay hang on, we're in Wales and you just get sort of pronunciation phobia yep. um, when you think about all this. So anyway, he sorted it out. Sure, he's got a pretty. Face. This is Ryan Reynolds singing. And people know they know, they think they recognize him from his big-time TV show, but. Despite the accolades, despite the load of fame One thing that they do not know is how to say his name (laughs) Pronouncing all those N's and E's and H's can perplex them So here's a little birthday gift from all your mates in Wrexham It's McElhenney, McElhenney well, ways to massacre and mispronounce it there are many it's McElhenney. McElhenney. <laughs> McElhenney. There was doubt, now there won't
0: be any it's
1: <laughs> you should see the video as well it's absolutely hilarious first it's mackle like a tackle when we take a Give it a try, here we go! It's Macklehenny, Macklehenny.
0: One well, ways to massacre and mispronounce it, there are many. It's Macklehenny, Macklehenny. If there was doubt, now there won't be any. It's Macklehenny!
1: Is it nickel? No! Only a prickle and Mickle. Is it Painy? Hell no! It's always Rainy calling him Painy. Mac instead of Mick. Trick. so get the name correct and show the How good is that? Absolutely, they're having a ride right, they I'm the best time of their lives. Rob McElhenney, we can all say the name now, yep. and Ryan Reynolds just having the most fun. If you'd told me a year ago I'd be supporting a tiny Welsh soccer team, I would have said you were crazy, says Daisha Lowry from Alabama. But it has taken over my life. My husband and I will be up at 6.45am on Saturdays to watch the game. We have a little group of locals who also support Wrexham. We call ourselves the Alabama Reds. And this is an article in Yesterday's Times. It's fascinating. Wrexham are now getting massive in America because of Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds owning them and them having a riot. And, you know... Are they overperforming, Wrexham, or is this the new Wrexham? Um, here you go. Another fan uh, from the States, Michael Starkey, 36, is awaiting the arrival of his first passport so he can visit Wrexham next week and watch them play football. A former American football coach, he's become a Wrexham AFC superfan. Hosting live chats on Twitter, one 60 year old fan sent him match day programs from the 70s. I'm terrified of flying, but I'm prepared to fly 15 hours to see my Wrexham, he says. In 2011, Wrexham fans gave their life savings to raise more than £100,000 in just seven hours to buy the club and save it. This struck a chord uh, with this chap here. If the Dallas Cowboys were going bankrupt, people would just find another team. But people in Wrexham came together. People in Wrexham are different. We love Wrexham. Yeah, fantastic. It's the best, isn't it? It's amazing. I wonder what's going to happen. Where's it going to go from here? It's funny, isn't it? Because Liverpool um, have currently, well, over the weekend, gave up on a £130 million bid for one player, Jude Bellingham, from Borussia Dortmund. And um, Rob... Um, McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds bought Rexham for two million quid, didn't they? And they're having all the fun yeah. with none of the stress <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing, isn't mm. it? That's the thing. You know, if you do things for the right reason, doing the right thing is the right thing and trying to do the right thing is the right thing and they're just having a right... And, you know, the fact that they're so up... They, they said, look, everybody's having trouble with Rob's name. Okay, well, let's write a musical about it That's what we do And if you, I mean, it's a great song anyway It's a very sort of Hamilton-esque kind of, you know uh, Sort of, you know, uh, contemporary musical style to it But if you see the video, it's a full-on It's like a Hollywood, (laughs) you know, sequence It's amazing Then they go to the bars And they go to the people who who turn around with people And go, Michael (laughs) Hennig, Michael Hennig It's just the best People just being the best for, for, you know, just for the sake of it. Drivers scramble for cash. Here we go again. What's going on with the world? I think we're turning a good corner. Drivers scramble for cash as man throws $200,000 from a car window to bless others. Aww. Quote, unquote. Why do you do this? To bless others. A man threw $200,000 out of his car window on a busy highway in the US to bless others with gifts of money. As a result, people driving down Interstate 5 in Oregon, where it happened, stopped their vehicles and jumped out to grab $100 bills. Oregon State Police um, said um, this guy, Colin Davis-McCarthy, threw the money out of his car window in the city of Eugene at around 7.20pm on April the 11th. It seems to be just just because, you know. Captain Kennedy said officers searched the highway for any leftover bills to prevent further hazards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we must close the road <laughs> because we need to prevent further hazards by finding money. <laughs> Have a nice day. Two months today, June 17, in my garden at home, Rod Stewart will be singing for loads and loads of money for Children in Need and all our children's charities to do with Carfest and also My Black Dog as well and Young Epilepsy um, and all the charities listed. And Rod put himself up for this. June 17th. It's two months today. Um, it's sold out. Uh, 51 pairs of tickets have been sold. Actually, 50 sold and one pair won via a text competition. Talking of winning things, by the way, somebody's won the Queen's Jag. And we can find them up tomorrow if you like. Should we do that? Um, which is cool. But if you do want to go and see Rod Stewart and you couldn't get tickets for our gig, then he is touring. Now, the thing is, he's just finished in Australia, okay? So he was touring in Australia. He sent us a lovely video from Australia to do with the Dine Disco. He and his band, they filmed this video. We put it up on Instagram, um, and they were having a band dinner. So on the nights they don't work, they all go out for dinner together because... There's a real culture uh, with Rod and his gang. and uh, You know, he is the proper leader. He looks after his band. Uh, they've been with him for years and years and years, and now they're just having the time of their life, touring the world, playing all those amazing songs of their bosses as he stands in front of them every night and gives it all the beans at 70-odd years old. 78, is he? Something like that? Um, he sent us this message from Australia. <laughs> Chris,
3: thanks, mate. I just want to speak to your half in a band which just thrilled to bits. To be playing at your disco at your house,
1: it'll be lovely, mate. Yeah! I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I I know,
4: know, know
1: that I I love you. I I love (laughs) you. And 1.7 million pounds later, that's a done deal, and that is happening on the 17th of June in our garden. But if you want to go and see Rod, you can do because he he arrived home from his the Australian leg of his worldwide tour on Friday. Do you know what he does? Straight away, fills in a pothole. Nope, goes straight out to Annabelle's with his wife. <laughs> so yes! he lands. He lands from Australia. It was sort of. It was Friday night slash Saturday morning, and then he goes straight out to paint the town red to celebrate the a very successful. Australian leg of his tour. He's 78, goes straight out. He's in all the papers today, leaving Annabelle's, he and Penny over there. I mean, come on, you know. Does
2: Penny go on tour with him?
1: She didn't this time. She does sometimes. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. So big oh, hooker. I
2: love that. Yeah. I love that. And
1: they just, he just went out. He's still doing... You know, and if you read his book, he's, he's, he wrote a fantastic autobiography. You know, he talks about Annabelle's in the 70s, going to Annabelle's in the 70s, you know, and then, and then driving his—is one of his... Cars home back to Buckinghamshire, and he's still doing. He's still doing the same thing, the same club. I mean, come what, what kind of enzymes is? Where's he getting his enzymes from? That's what I want to know. Anyway, you can go and see him on tour. RodStewart.com. So June 24th, uh, that's a week after he's playing in our garden. He's playing at Plymouth at Home Park. So, I mean, we're clearly the warm-up gig for this, Mm. aren't we? That's what's going on there. Saturday 24th, um, Plymouth Home Park Stadium. Wednesday the 28th of June, Northampton Cinch Stadium. Oh, we've got to cinch it. Should we go there? Should we go and see him? Yeah. Yeah, because they're seeing him in the garden and they're seeing him in a stadium as well. And uh, Then Friday the 30th of June, he's playing at Durham, uh, seat unique, Riverside. July, Sunday the 2nd, Bristol Badminton Estate, which part. Tuesday the 4th of July. This is Rod Roger Stewart, rogerstewart.com, uh, tickets selling now. Hull, uh, Sewell Group, Craven. Thursday the 6th of July, Edinburgh, at uh, the castle, and then again on Friday, at uh, the Edinburgh castle uh, again. Um, uh, by the way, by the way... Guess who his support is? Only Boy George and Culture Club. That's amazing. What kind of night's that going to be? Oh, my goodness.
0: If he wants to bring them to the dining Disco, that would be fine as well. It's
1: fine It's fine anyhow. <laughs> yes, that's, of course it is. It's fine anyhow. Rod Stewart.com uh, for Boy George, Culture Club and Rod Stewart. I mean, that's, that could be all the fun there, couldn't it? There might, uh, that then, might be the end of the fun. That, that's it. All done. Uh, There's more fun to be had, though, um, for the kids because Harry Potter gets a new look as new TV series is confirmed. Warner Brothers Discovery has confirmed rumours of a sprawling new series that will expand on the original books. It's a 10 year series. They've already planned. They've budgeted for 10 years of this show. We don't know what it's going to be called. It's going to be on a brand new HBO channel called Max. Um, I mean, what a way to to launch a channel. How? What's the, best, what's the best way to launch our new channel? Why don't we just commission 10 years of a new Harry Potter show? <laughs> oh, that'll do it. You yeah. should just call it Harry Potter, Max, or whatever. Anyway, we have our own in-house little wizard, Eli, is here. Good morning, Eli. Morning. You've got a little Harry Potter theme going on here. Can you get us up to speed for mums and dads and kids listening around the world?
4: Harry Potter is casting. Could your child be the star? The brand-new Harry Potter TV show will be looking for all new cast in nine months time it has been revealed that the future stars could one day earn millions a small group of child actors will be picked through open auditions agents are now looking for children to add into their team so they can try out for the roles as soon as the auditions are open
1: fancy your chances maybe (laughs) right how much do you love harry potter
4: so much. Okay,
1: uh, tell us about your wand collection. How many wands do you have? Six. Oh, do they all mean different things?
4: Uh, so basically, some you can all do the same spells with them, but diff- they have different designs and different cores. The cores are basically um, Phoenix Feather Dragon's Heart and Unicorn's Fur. That's basically like the heart of the wand, and it's inside the wand. And there's this um, person, I forgot his name, but he sells the wands, and he knows every single wand From every single character, and it's really cool. All right,
1: so how many ones are there in total? I
4: don't, I don't know. Maybe like five thousand.
1: Okay, you have six. (laughs) Yeah, and you have a wand holder. Yeah, and so your ones are now out of their boxes. Their boxes are stacked up, but the ones are in the one. It's actually you can buy a wand holder, can't you? Yes. Okay, favorite spell.
4: My favorite spell is. um... (sighs) I said it to you earlier. What is it? Um...
1: Sounds like escape or something. What was it?
4: Um. Eh. Hmm?
0: Um. What does it do?
1: Expelliarmus or something? Yes,
4: that one. Expelliarmus. What does it mean? It, like, takes away someone's wand. Does
1: it? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That seems a bit unfair. How does it work?
4: So you say Expelliarmus and then you do a circle and then you, like, point at the person. Their wand will come flying towards you.
1: What, and you now have two wands?
4: Uh, you can either, like throw their wand away, snap it, or, like, whatever. Yeah, you don't want to be doing yeah. that. No. Well, well, hang on, hang <laughs> on.
2: There are, it's not all... Some people in the wizarding world aren't that nice, are they? And their wands need to be taken away from exactly. them.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, you but can. The, you can actually kill them as well, can't you? Because what's that spell?
4: Um, Avadakadabra.
1: Avadakadabra. Mm. Not Abracadabra. So if you hear Abracadabra being wisp- whispered in your ear by somebody sort of wafting their wand or brandishing their wand in your direction, that might be okay. But Avadakadabra, good luck. Good luck out there.
0: Apparently you can buy a wand and it's got a little, like a little... Bit of sort of paper or something in the in the end, and if you do the brandish the spell, it does emit a little spark.
1: Yeah, but that's and just th- pretend. These this- are real ones.
0: <coughs> I know, but that's for toy Non wizards for muggles like me. That's the best I can. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can hope for.
1: What's your favourite Harry Potter book or film? And um, or film.
4: My favourite one is the fourth one, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Why is that? Because I feel like it's the most exciting. What's
1: interesting about Harry Potter is you're 10, you're about to be 11, aren't you? Yeah. But you've, re-dis- well, you haven't rediscovered, you discovered Harry Potter for the first time. Yeah. And so you had all that stuff, you know, all the books to read and all the films to watch, and they you got this new TV show to be in.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else Harry Potter-wise?
4: Um. There's... Seven of them, but there's part one and part two. At the end, they're Deathly Hallows. Um, Do you
1: know why that was? No. Because they were originally one story.
4: Yeah, because it was it's one book.
1: It's one book, yeah, and they're two films.
4: Yeah. You know why? Isn't it because like it's too long or something? It's no,
1: because they could make double the money. Oh. Yeah, that's the that's the spell you wanna. Figure Mm. out. Mm. Um, So if J.K. Rowling's listening now, uh, what's your advice to her um, for her new Harry Potter TV show?
4: Put me in it. Yes. Okay.
1: Talking about the Harry Potter TV show, which is set to run for 10 years. They haven't cast it yet. They're going to start making it in about 10 months' time, 11 months' time. It's going to run for 10 years. It's going to be on this brand-new HBO channel called HBO Max. But everyone's raving currently about this programme called Beef. Now, you saw it for the first time, Sinead, over the weekend. I thought I was watching it on Friday night, and then I had to pause it because it was getting quite late, and I thought, oh, this is a long episode. Then I realised I was watching an Indian film called Beast, not Beef. Um, But it was brilliant. It was like, honestly, it was like James Bond the musical. I I can't rec, And it came up straight away on the Netflix um, interface. So that's why I just thought it was... I thought, oh, I must have misheard it. It's not beef, it's beast, because it was like the number one pick. So I watched it halfway through, and it was... ab. The opening sequence, the fight sequence, is... I mean, I don't like fight sequences, but it was off the chain. It was funny, it was clever, you know, and it was unpredictable. And then it settles down, and it gets really interesting. And then you're... Completely engaged with the main character, the sort of Indian James Bond s kind of character. It's sort of Bourne meets Bond meets um, Mission Impossible, right? And then they go. He he goes to this sort of do, and he's feeling all forlorn because he's got psychological issues because of what happened in the fir- in the the pre-title sequence. This thing that was now a year ago, so it's fast forward ten months, and um, he meets this woman at this um, at this do, and they go into this full Bangra musical number, which is eleven minutes long. So it's like. Daniel Craig going into a full on musical number you know 20 minutes into no time to die but he's this guy smashes it absolutely so he's a brilliant singer brilliant action. he must be really famous who's who's the who's the lead in beast the indian film who who is he the male lead there's a what's his name V.J., is he like the biggest star in the world or something like that? It seems like he might be. Anyway, that was Beast. I thought I was watching the show that everybody else was mm. watching. I didn't think I was watching Beef because it says Beast. Um, and it also it has double titles. It has t- it has a title sequence in Indian and a title sequence in English. It's brilliant. I mean, what, I, kinda, I loved it, this film. But I still haven't seen Beef, which everyone else is raving about. Sinead's seen it for the first time over the weekend. You nearly watched it all. Your big three for this week is to finish watching Beef.
2: Yes. So yeah, how many yeah. have you seen? I think four What's now? this about? Um, it's about some beef, really, uh, as in, like, arguing. Okay, the premise is, it sort of, the very beginning of the first episode is a bit of a road rage incident mm. and two, like, cars sort of involved in getting very angry with each other. And the story just develops from there how, like, they're trying to get each other back. Right, that constantly. doesn't sound that
1: intriguing.
2: No, it, so, honestly. So, the ha- by the way, th-
1: <laughs> I know it is. So it's not your normal um, road rage incident, no, I would no, imagine. No, no, it's,
2: it's funny, OK? Is and there the- a
1: twist straight off the bat?
2: Well, it's just yeah, I mean there's lots of other little smaller storylines going on kind of around it. But basically the, the main point of it is these two, it's a man and a woman and just like getting quite petty. With and isn't each the other. first
1: twist the fact that the man thinks he's chasing another man and then oh, he finds yeah, out it's a woman? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. He says, He did this, he did that, he cut me up and then he finds out it's not a man, it's a woman and that's the yes. first twist. And
2: so that and so he changes his tack on getting revenge on her from one thing to another. It, and then it just carries on. Is it
1: just revenge the whole way?
2: No, I mean, there's, lot, there's lots else going on in terms of their relationships and all that kind of stuff. But um, those are the funniest moments, though. The revenge is petty and, and it is funny. All right, funny. OK,
1: Mira's just said in my in my headphones, they're both awful people. Um, but she's seen the whole series.
2: Yeah, I, well, no, neither of them. Are, well, no, I think every... Listen, everyone has... Take it outside, has, you two. Has a redemption arc.
1: OK, I think Sh- Sinead and Mira, take it into the car park, OK? OK. <laughs>
2: I don't think they're awful people. I think they've just got stuff going on. Got How stuff about on. that?
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm still worshiping at the altar of Ted Lasso. Uh, and he's just started watching it because he's just finished watching The American Office, all 10 series of it. <sighs> yeah. And he said, Dad, what am I going to do? I said, well, Ted Lasso is waiting for you. Uh, so he started Ted Lasso last night. Then I then I hear at the end of last week, Jason Siddiquis is going to be on the show in a couple of weeks' time. Ted Lasso's coming to the studio. Oh, <laughs> come on. I know. Uh, oh, I, I probably won't be here, so it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, because you love him so much. <laughs> love him.
2: I love him more. <laughs> Knock-a-doodle-doo. Um, can I recommend something? Can I just um, finish talking about Ted
1: Lasso? Okay. Thank you. Um, is it okay to um, to cry at every single episode of Ted Lasso? Because I, the, the, I think it's episode two, series... No, episode four, series two. There's only three series so far. Episode four, series two is The Christmas Show. I mean, it's 29 minutes long and it beats all Richard Curtis Christmas films put together. It's unbelievable how they do it and how they achieve what they achieve. In I was in bits. It's such a great episode. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm. So, sorry, Sinead, what were you going to say? Sorry, I've got to do the news.
2: <laughs> For the office, if you love The Office. <laughs> yes. Sorry. If you love The Office and you need something yes. to replace it, Parks and Rec.
1: They've already seen it. Oh. And also the other one. What's I keep showing it? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, the kids are all well over it, aren't they? Of course they are. Life is full of what ifs.
0: Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. passes over to you from 119 days to go we're now T-6 and the Maranoia's beginning to bite Yes folks we're gearing up for Sunday's TCS London Marathon and nobody more so than our next guest he is the commander-in-chief of Bab's Army for dementia research and he's a man we like a lot. He is Scott
1: Mitchell. Yeah, good morning, Scott Mitchell. Good morning, Chris. Right, good morning, everyone. People who don't know, what is Babs Army and who's in the army this year? OK,
3: Babs Army is a team of incredible people who run in memory of my late wife, the lovely Barbara Windsor. So this year we've got Jake Wood. We've got a, quite a few of the EastEnders. We've got Jake Wood, Natalie Cassidy, Lacey Turner, Heather Peace, Adam Woodgett, Tanya Franks, There's and plus we've got... Other runners as well, Adam Sun is doing it with us, Sam, Daisy, Lacey's sister. We've got John McIntyre, who's one of the EastEnders supporting artists. I cannot tell you, this team are so incredible. It's a big ask, isn't it? It's not like just saying, can you look after my dog for the day? Yeah, or
1: can you turn up for a dinner? Yeah,
3: do you want to train for five months and run the London Marathon with me? And these people say yes when they're, you know, they have full-time jobs, they have young children, a lot of them. So I am so grateful, Chris, I cannot tell you. Yeah,
1: and I've been watching Babs Army on Insta and your training runs and you've all been running together and been buddying up. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been
3: absolutely brilliant. We've been putting videos up, everyone's been putting... In their training videos up. And of course, everyone's at different stages. I mean, for instance, Lacey, this is her first marathon. So, you know, straight away there, she's got this incredible experience that she's going to have. Yeah, And like the rest of us, you know, I, I can think, this is going to be my third in four years, okay? And I can remember how scared i was that first time of the unknown but also excited and i kind of i'm really excited for her yeah and i'm
1: envious she, of her let's yes. let's call it like it is because you do get an extra buzz you get a little bit of extra juice in your legs don't you
3: exactly exactly so i mean the thing about having done it now i know what's coming so <laughs> <laughs> so i'm already i'm already so worried about now you're three
1: marathons in or you will be after sunday so you're heading towards double figures um no, <laughs> no. This. Listen, I know what you're getting at
3: here, Chris. This is that's a very sneaky one. I have said, and it has to be my last marriage. Why does it have to be? It just has to be. because no. I tell you, I tell you why. Five days later, I'm yeah. going to hit sixty years of age. Yeah. And I think that three is a lovely number. Sixty is a lovely number. I'm still going to run. I will never stop running as long as my legs can hold up. Right. I will always run but maybe not the the actual marathon.
1: Well, you look awesome for somebody who's about to turn 60, doesn't he? Don't you think so? <laughs> Absolutely. You look amazing my friend amazing okay so what i mean what a gang you've got running that's a party waiting to happen where are we going straight after the race Uh, listen
3: you you just wait for us you just wait for us because you will be finished before us But where are we going what (laughs) are we going to do i I don't know listen the london is ours what's your
1: post-marathon routine my
3: post-marathon routine usually is to I, i go back to alzheimer's research uk to have their reception. I'm an ambassador for them and they they hold a lovely little reception for us where we all can just flake out and you're all spaced out and everyone's talking gibberish and and your legs are going. the biggest delivery of the year. Oh, it's going to be burger. It's going to be (laughs) chips. It's going to be the chocolate shake. It's going to be ice cream. I don't care. I'm I'm just going to go into this incredible oblivious food. It's so funny, isn't it? Because we've
1: started going for a curry um, the last few years, but we used to go for a steak and a bottle of wine and I prefer the steak and a bottle of wine, but it's just... That's miles away, whereas the curry house is. I mean, nothing wrong with the post-marathon curry at all. Sure, Uh, it's around the corner. But I do prefer a a couple of pints again. It's a bit of pizza to start, then a a full chicken each, and then some steak. Because you can eat what you want, can't you, Bassar?
0: Absolutely, you really can. And and your your metabolism is going so quickly. Yeah. Um, And. Also, you've burned so many calories. You've run 26 and a bit miles and just... But well, the thing is, you spent, like you say, five, six months, 119 days, however long it is, training for this. Then you run the marathon. Then you get your medal. So then just be kind to yourself. Yeah, just whatever you want. Definite.
3: Definitely. And I'll tell you what, you talk about what you do in post-marathon. Jake Wood is planning to run the marathon and at six o'clock be on stage in the West End. <laughs> 222 for his last performance with Cheryl. I, mean, I, oh, I cannot
1: believe. He's wow. a fit guy, isn't he? He's a fit dude. I mean, he he did brilliantly on Strictly. Oh, but is anybody really that fit to mm. finish the marathon and go on stage? Has it ever been done? No, I don't
0: think so. My brother Nick, who uh, at one stage of his life was like in the um in the army and in the kind of the elite bit of the army, mm. he wants... once in the SS. <laughs> he once <wants> ran. <laughs> He once ran the marathon and he trained for it properly. You can
1: trust vassals with anything, can't you? Absolutely. Um,
0: and then his his wife decided that she wanted to run it with him. And he goes, no, that's fine. But she was she was a bit slower than him. So he ran the marathon with her. And then she just completely passed out in the flat in the afternoon. She said, I've got nothing left. Thank you. And he was like pacing up and down, a little bit bored. So he thought, I'll go to the gym. <laughs> Yeah. Marathon in the morning,
3: gym in the afternoon. Oh no.
0: So no,
1: no. how's the training been going, Scott Mitchell? Uh who have you been running with? Um give us a bit of that colour.
3: Okay, so we've been trying to get a few runs in like with it with a group of us, which yeah. we've been doing. which is good um, fun, isn't which it? Which is great fun. I run a lot with Tanya Franks. Yeah. I mean she she I always have done. She's Her your and wing have,
1: woman, isn't she, she?
3: absolutely we we and normally we kind of cross the line at the same second. It's, it's always like on the same second so we've done a lot together but I've run with all of these guys so we've all kind of been out we've been having a laugh we've been pulling each other through which is absolutely fantastic you know as I say the commitment that these people have shown is just incredible and, and Barbara and I are so lucky to to have friends like that that are prepared to step up
1: if you want to get involved or follow um Scott and the gang, it's at Bab's Army on Instagram. How else can they get people get involved if they want to support you? If anyone
3: would like to google Bab's Army enfuse e n t h u s e. And if you can spare us a few pennies to see us on our way, I, I would be so grateful. Thank you so, so much, everyone.
1: Right, so, do you have run a couple of halves, a few halves now.
2: I've run four, yes. Tell Bris- us about yours. Bristol, Bath twice, and then Brentwood, my hometown.
1: And it's ba- I like the sound of Bath. You say it's a circuit course.
2: Yeah, so you go around the same thing twice around right. the town. But Bath's beautiful. It's stunning. Uh, Bristol's a little more tricky because you've got the portway, which means you go up like a quite a big hill and nobody can be bothered to cheer around that bit. Oh no. So it's quite That's the lonely. Bit you need
1: them to cheer on as well. Yeah, it's Lazy quite lonely. cheerers.
2: Um, and then Brentwood is just lovely because that's you know where I, where I grew up so um, but this is quite a few years ago and I used to be running all the time uh, the trouble is now um, I have two bad feet uh, one awaiting uh, operation to correct a previous operation and the other one needs um, operating
1: on two so <laughs> do, you have, well. do you have a timeline for that? <laughs>
2: um, well I wanted to get it done at the beginning of the year and then because of backlog they delayed it And now it's too close to Glastonbury For me to get it done Because otherwise I won't be able to walk there So now I have to wait till
1: after the summer Got it, got it, got it All right, okay um, Now, you know, you have had a very colourful life You wrote a brilliant book about it We had you on for your book a couple of months ago Didn't we, just before Christmas Absolutely uh, And you you know, you have been clean this over for 21 years now Yeah and Now, um, you know about getting high in your own supply Via a marathon It's just the best high imaginable Because there's no downside to it There's no hangover
3: it is the best thing ever I keep, you know people must think I'm paid by the marathon to, to promote it. I'm not but whoever I speak to, I just say to them, I beg you, do a marathon. I just said it to the cab it's driver. A, it's such a hard
1: seller in a way, isn't it? It's so hard, yeah. understandably, because it seems like a mountain.
3: Yeah, and you never think that you can achieve that because that's the most common thing, isn't it, that people say, they say, oh, I couldn't run a marathon. I've done, I've done a, a 5K or a 10K, but I couldn't do a marathon. And I say, yeah, you could Yeah. because I was 55 and I was never a runner. and it's the best feeling you will ever have in your life challenge yourself and it doesn't matter how long it takes your
1: Your whole yeah. face is smiling it's <laughs> so cool man
3: well it, I just think it gives you I remember the feeling I have not forgotten that feeling and of, it
1: carries on because the yeah. next day you know you go to a party or whatever you wake up the next day and you have a dopamine deficiency so that's why you have the, the lots of other reasons why you got a headache and you po- half poisoned yourself but there's this massive dopamine low as opposed to the dopamine high but you don't Get that, no. so so the runner's high carries on, doesn't it? it? Oh, have you de- delved into the science of that, Vasileseva? No. instinct Reading three books about it. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have done um, if I were you. Uh, well, you you are all over this, aren't you? As well, you, you that's you that's why you became addicted to it. It's, I never. There are positive addictions. You yeah. can get addicted to things that are good for mm. you.
0: I never planned to to run marathons. I just started running. I just started sort of getting fit in my thirties, and then I just started running. Ran a park run, and then I ran the Great North Run, and I thought, <laughs> I wonder if you know. And then I know, and I've gone further and further and further. But you know, I have never that, that sort of that finishing line, kind of that bubble of everything's all right with the world. Mm. You know, if you know, if if somebody gives you a bit of what was that program you were talking about, beef. Beef, Where there's yeah.
1: a little bit of road rage, grief.
0: Yeah. You don't you don't get road rage. You go, oh, don't, don't worry. if you want to hoot me? That's fine. I'll come and give you come and give me a hug. So that's it's the best right.
1: thing. Yeah, just you saying that because you remember things, don't you? As it gets closer, you remember yeah. things, and then as it gets underway, you remember things, and the more you do them the more you get to see because you're very, you know, when we're nervous, we get focused and we are, we, 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 we sort of um, develop natural blinkers. Mm. You only see what's in front of you. And then the second time you do it, you get a bit more of a peripheral vision and you're, you're running your third, third. this year. Mm. So you will have seen more things on your second than your first and you'll see even more things this time around. You might even notice like things like Big Ben and my friend ran the Paris <laughs> Marathon for the first time ever two weeks ago. She said, I didn't see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I said, but you do run past it. She went, I know, but I just didn't see it. That kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: To me, the most wonderful feeling is running over Tower Bridge. Yeah, That halfway, is halfway point. As well, it's the a halfway point. And there is nothing more iconic than running over Tower I Bridge. Know. When there's no
1: traffic. Oh, no, it's, it's packed and the shit is yeah. so loud. Yeah. It's 20 d by the side, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's, it's just oh, absolutely I, amazing. I wish it
1: was now. I wish we could go and do it now. I really I, do. I know. It's funny though, isn't it? It's what you it's the story you tell yourself. It's the story your brain tells your heart and your heart tells your legs. Because, of course, at Tower Bridge you're halfway. And can you imagine if you could finish then? Mm. How about you'd be like It's the greatest thing in the world. You have to run another 13 miles. And we know that halfway is only 20 miles. It's not actually 13 because that's how it all pans out. But the story, you know, if we were running to Tower Bridge... You Know with six miles, they'll be thinking, Oh, we're halfway now, but it's just the story you tell yourself, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. That's why Tower Bridge is so joyous because it's only 13 miles. But if it were 13 miles and that was it, it would feel entirely different. Well, that's you know, and people say,
0: How do you run 100 miles? Well, it's the same, it's the same thing, you just scale it up a bit, you know. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> you know, he's only saying this because he's just signed up for his first 200 mile.
3: No, what? No, are <laughs> you really vessels?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> wow. a new thing. Um, the guys that do the Centurion James who runs and cheering races that I love, uh, he has just put on, um, I think it's the UK's first 200-mile, just c- continuous race. It's all of the South Downs way, and then I think the North Downs way. So eight, it's, wow. eight marathons. Yeah. Oh, wow. So
1: 100 miles will be his Tower Bridge, Scott. Oh, dear. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, dear. Uh,
1: what did you notice in the second one that you didn't notice in the first one? What do you think you might notice in the third one? I th- I think in the second one, I was,
3: in a way, waiting for that 18, 19-mile phase you know the wall-ish, where, the wall-ish. Yeah. yeah and it was it was very interesting uh, I I, did, I was promoting this the other day and um Eddie Izzard was on and she said to me uh, walk stagger run you just get through it and as you know that, that's a real kind of marathon after marathon daily yeah yeah is, is what she's done and um she said that she believes that there is no such thing as the wall she yes. thinks it's all mental. Yeah, of it's course it is. Yeah. It's all mental. You build yourself up because you've heard about it. Yeah. and it's actually, a very good point. And I thought that was a really good thing, and I'm going to try and use that this time because yeah. that's what happened to me certainly the first time and second
1: time. I think if, it's like life. If you don't focus on yourself and focus on other people, you have a much better existence. And I think if you don't focus on your race and focus on the crowds, it's a bit like a, a mini version of, of the macro of, of helping other people instead of yourself. Exactly. You
3: and, and honestly, you know... I always say this. I'm not worried about the time. Vassos has a wonderful friend called Martin Yelling, and um, another fine runner. And uh, he he said at, at the beginning, and he said it every year that I've done it. He says, "Look, I'm going to give you the news now. You ain't going to win it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Just get round, Scott. Just in your own time. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the enjoy day." Enjoy. it! And that's that is the most thing, and and enjoy you know, and and not get injured or. That's the whole point of the marinoia creeping in. Yeah,
0: don't let it. your time spoil your time. Exactly.
1: I texted you the other day. I think it was on Thursday or Friday um, because I received a text from you the night before. So I, I wanted to text you straight away when I woke up, purely because I'd forget otherwise. Because once in the day it gets held to me, I'm rubbish. Mm. Um, and the show is like so so forefront of my mind, and I love it. And you know, it messes with my biochemistry and I just forget about everything else. So I text you straight away, At uh, quarter to four. Yes. And he texted me straight back because he was <laughs> up with Maranoia. Yes. He said, I'm up with Maranoia. I went, but it's not for 10 days. He said, yeah. And I went to the Panto Awards last night.
0: <laughs> you've, got,
1: you've gone early there, Scott. I said, yeah. oh, no, you didn't. He texted me back. Oh, yes, I flipping well did or something to that effect.
3: How were the Panto Awards? The Panto Awards. Well, this is it. This is where the Maranoia really crept in. <laughs> Someone sitting behind me had a really bad cough. Now, oh. every time they coughed, I felt the wind, their breath against my neck. And every time it happened, I leant right forward, literally putting my knees like on the on the floor and my head into the floor. I was so worried, but I was so angry about this <laughs> coughing. And I just thought, what if I turn around? It's, it's bound to end in me fighting Widow Twanky or something. It would just <laughs> be
1: not a good look. It might look. have been Sir Ian <laughs> who won an award that night.
3: Yes, he did win an award that a night. Special award. And, of course, we had Biggins hosting, yeah. and, uh, as you would expect, it's at the brilliant. National Panto Awards. It was so... Such fun! And it, Vernon
1: Kay won Best Newcomer. Vernon Kay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have I like seen Vernon, it. I like
3: Vernon. Oh, he he was so enthusiastic. He was about Panto, like. I am about marathon running.
1: (laughs) Right, at Babs Army, um, that's Instagram. One more time, where else?
3: If you Google Babs Army, Enthuse,
1: E-N-T-H-U-S-E,
3: and if you could help us reach our target, I'd be so grateful, everyone. Thank you.
1: All right, and give your gang a shout-out one more time. Who's running with
3: you? Okay, Jake Wood, Natalie Cassidy, Lacey Turner, Heather Peace, Adam Woodgett, Sam Woodgett, John McIntyre, Daisy Luckett, Candice Brown, Tanya Franks, and myself.
1: <laughs> the one, the only Scott Mitchell. Everybody. Woo! Sunday. Okay, yes. it's his third marathon. He's aiming for ten marathons. <laughs>
3: He's not. <laughs> so look how run, well you look. How so happy you are. This is good for you. I know, but I'll just run short you and your super ones. dry
1: top. You're like yeah. a Hollywood super. That's the kind of things that they're people. You know, they're papped in L.A. way and oh, that yeah. kind of stuff, aren't they? You look so cool. Thank you. All that you're missing is um, a, a wild bean coffee or something. Is that what they? Yeah, and one of those a, a paper bag full of groceries. You know, this, a, this can be done. A little toy dog.
3: Do you have, do you have a toy dog? I don't know. I don't have a dog. Do I, have, I won't, have a dog,
1: won't no. have a dog. Okay, forget it. Sorry, dogs. Okay. No offense. Uh, once again, at Bab's Army, we're back tomorrow. Should they have a great rest. Thank you. But looking you're forward to it. Back a week today. Yes. All right.